Rambo said yesterday that um, at some point while you're in hospitals that he was going to beat your butt. That wasn't the word that he used, but did you have any response for that? In golf? <laughs> I think he, I think he meant on the football field. <laughs> well, I'm sure there'll come a day, you know. Let's go right here in the middle of the damn field. Let's bring it down, take it on three. Hell yeah! Because this is our house from now on. Yes, sir. Take it on three. One, two, three. Seven. But I'm going to tell you this. We ain't done yet. i got to ask you about the message on your shirt. Uh, my favorite holiday of the year, I guess. And, you know, so... Just, um, someone gave me a shirt and Merry Christmas, they spelled it wrong, so, you know, it was free. Coach, it's a great day for you, huh? That's a, yeah, it's better than average, I'll tell you that. <laughs> that, that <laughs> we played LSU because, you know, New England, Green Bay, and the Chiefs uh, had somebody scheduled. You know what we're going to do, though? we got to quickly call the Hogs for the race. <laughs> the fact you're dressed as Darth Vader, do you feel like you were somewhat of a villain in this fight? I mean, you charged out on the field pretty hard. I was trying to get our players off the field, you know, because I know we have a big game next week. All I want to do is fucking eat. I want you to eat. I want you to eat. I want you to want this shit. Do you want it? Do you want it? Show me. Oh, welcome in to the latest episode of that sec podcast i'm your host michael bradden i go by sec mike on twitter and i'm joined as always by my cousin shane who goes by big orange balls on twitter what are you up to you big tennessee homer <laughs> hey buddy what's going on oh man i gotta be honest with you shane you know we love doing this show Hell, I quit yeah. my job. This is my full-time job. <laughs> People are probably tired of me saying that. But I also got to be honest, man, here in March and April and May and June, college mm-hmm. football feels so far away. And we made it, <laughs> man. We finally made it. We're in the week. College football, SEC football more specifically, is finally here. It's real. And I just cannot wait for it. Me either, Mike. I tell you what, it is here this week. I mean, we got a small little dose this weekend of the the lesser league, but I tell you what, it was freaking entertainment, at least the first game. After that, you know, it it kind of went to the wayside, (laughs) but I am ready. We got the balls playing on Thursday. It's SEC football week. Yeah, uh, real quick, we could talk about it just for a moment, but uh, any takeaways from that week zero? Because for me, Shane, I was uh, a couple beers deep by the end of that uh, <laughs> Illinois-Nebraska game, and then I was ready for more football, and then I was like, what the hell? It's over by 3 o'clock. There was, there was like nothing else to watch. You know what? Well, if you didn't see the a million SEC fans tweeting about the infamous punt return, <laughs> you know, I was sitting there like, Big Ten, oh, my God. You know, <laughs> this, is, this is it. This is what we've been waiting on. And I'm going to tell you, Mike, I got a little complacent there. I forgot. You know, it's been so long since college football. So I said, you know what? Let's give us another shot. I'm watching the game right there, closing out the second half. We had fumbles. We had, yeah, we had, I mean, touchdowns coming out of everywhere. We didn't know who was going to win this thing. And, and uh, it was just good to see college football back on my TV, Mike. Yeah, without a doubt. And how long before Scott Frost is uh, working for Nick Saban as an analyst, Shane? <laughs> 
Well, hot takes here was Scott Frost sucks <laughs> and uh, Bielema's lost weight. And what was the third one? Uh, oh, glad we didn't get Garantano 2.0 there in uh, Nebraska's quarterback <laughs> that decommitted from the Volunteers back in 2017. You guys forget, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, geez, what's the guy that was on the airplane? Um, Curry, John Curry. Was, that was his only recruit. <laughs> After Butch Jones left, he tried everything he could to keep him on, <laughs> on the hook. But maybe we lost one there. So, but other than that, there was a. Uh, it was it was still fun to watch college football, Mike. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, that's kind of what I wanted to to start the show with, Shane. Is just breaking down. You know, I know we, we got we got all week to talk about these games, but they're finally here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's run down what we got to look forward to here with the SEC schedule because uh, there's also something we talked about this offseason, but it happened so long ago. So I just want to remind the fans, give them a heads up. But uh, you ready to just take a look at this uh, week one slate we got? Hell yeah, let's do it. Well, of course, uh, you know what? Things are going to kick off here on Thursday night with the Josh Heupel era mm-hmm. there on uh, SEC Network with Bowling Green coming to town against Tennessee Mm -hmm. so I mean that's nationally televised that's uh, not going to be an issue for anyone to pick up but here's where I really wanted to get into it Shane because remember we talked about this or when they first revealed this information but there's going to be a number of games this year it doesn't matter what cable service you have you know you can have uh, charter or uh, DirecTV or AT&T, mm-hmm. whatever. If you don't have ESPN Plus, which is completely different than, you know, it's a it's a streaming service, there's yeah. going to be games you're not going to be able to watch. So uh, I just wanted fans to, to make note of that. The last thing you want to do is uh, be a couple beers <laughs> deep on Saturday and, and saying, <laughs> what the hell, why isn't uh, my game on TV? So I wanted to call attention to a couple of these games real quick, Shane. Rice at Arkansas. Uh-huh. That's going to be ESPN Plus. Akron at Auburn, ESPN Plus. Eastern mm. Illinois at South Carolina, ESPN Plus. And then finally ETSU at Vanderbilt, also ESPN Plus. And basically from what I understand, they're going to put every team's got one of these games that's on ESPN Plus. So <laughs> The good news is you could sign up for a free trial. Maybe do that by <laughs> Thursday. Again, if you're a fan of Arkansas, Auburn, Vanderbilt, or yeah. South Carolina, you know, sign up for that because uh, that's the, to my understanding, that's the only way you're going to be able to watch these games unless you're going to them. Dude, just bite the bullet, Mike. You know, just bite the bullet. I, I hate spending money. Don't get me wrong. In fact, I was the first to get rid of cable, and then it was like I got to add Hulu. Then I got to add Netflix. Then I got to add Disney. <laughs> then I got next thing I know, I paid twice as much as I was for cable. But, you know, now I got to have the ESPN Plus because this is the way we're going to get to see all the games. And I'm going to tell you right now, there is an added benefit. I don't know about you, Mike, but mm-hmm. being able to stream multiple games at one time is entertaining. So uh, and you're going to have to have that app to do that. Right. And, uh, you know, another fun idea I thought, uh, br- just breaking down this uh, week one schedule, Shane, and we'll have all week to preview the games and, and hear from the coaches and the players and all that. But I don't know about you, buddy, but I got three. I may have to set up four TVs here, but <laughs> I want to break this down on, uh, you know, which 
games are going to get priority on my three screens. So basically, I'm just giving you a preview of uh, how I plan to watch these games. How's that sound? Oh, man. Let me ask you, Mike. Is there going to be more than three at one time? Yes, sir. That's <laughs> I... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I didn't realize that. Now, three's my limit, Mike. <laughs> I mean, I got you. I've tried to do multiple ones. Uh, in fact, when I get to three, it's a, it's a little hard to do. But, uh, damn, I didn't realize we're going to have – Okay, let's let's have a rundown. Let's see what we're dealing with this weekend. Well, the good news is, Shane, that uh, the the afternoon games were all going to be covered here because the there's only one noon Eastern time kickoff, mm-hmm. and it's uh, UL Monroe at Kentucky on SEC Network. So that's going to be pretty easy to find. And then also okay. at uh, two p.m. Eastern, one o'clock Central, Rice at Arkansas. So. They've made it kind of easy for us to catch those games. Eastern, right? Because uh... two o'clock Eastern, yes, sir. Okay, <laughs> but of course that's that's one a, what's one p.m. Central time for those Arkansas folks. Because I was sitting there like an idiot yesterday <laughs> waiting for that Nebraska game, and I realized Mike was on that national time. <laughs> now here's where things really start getting heated up, Shane, in the uh, afternoon time slot. Uh-huh. This one's going to be on my uh, number one TV here. Alabama, Miami, 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 yeah. Central on ABC. So I think that's got to be the primetime slot. But they, these next two, both of these are interesting games here. Both at 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Central. Louisiana Tech at Mississippi State on ESPNU. And then mm-hmm. Central Michigan, old chompers, Jim McElwain, he's the coach down there now. <laughs> Central Michigan at Missouri. And that, uh, for some damn reason, that Central Michigan-Missouri, the, the point spread is only like 13 and a half points. So that's going to be on uh, SEC Network. So we're going to have three quality games there on okay. all at uh, 4, 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Central. All right, nothing else going on right now, right? We got three, three th- tablets going on. Exactly. So that's what okay. I'm saying. Up until the night games, if you got three TVs or, or two devices and a TV or two mm-hmm. two TVs and a phone, what have you, you're going to be covered. Now, here's <laughs> here's where things really. Mike, yes, Mike, sir. Mike, before we get too far ahead, uh-huh. I got to bring up, I got to bring up the uh, the Miami guy. Did you see the video? <laughs> I'm telling. <laughs> the hot that's coming from Miami. Be prepared. may want to turn your radio down because it's going to get a little loud in here. Miami Hurricanes versus Alabama. September 4th is going down in Atlanta. Last year's national championship team think they got what it takes to beat this orange and green. That crimson and white is going to put up a fight, but I believe we get the dub by the end of the night. And if you don't believe, then I can already see that you and Coach Cooper just never agree. 305 to the 470. Sell out crowd, we're going to put on a show. Yeah, what in the hell is this joker thinking here with the <laughs> Alabama diss video? I mean, my God, I mean, if there's one team you don't poke the bear, we all know it's uh, it's Alabama. You know what? Golly, Saban has got that thing cranked down there. <laughs> He's got that rat poison all over the place. So, yes, I, I thought this is hilarious. You know, you never poke the bear, like you said. 
And uh, Saban's using every little tactic he can. He may have paid this kid to make this video. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shane, like I said, so here's where things are going to get hairy. We're going to have to get interesting in the night slot here. And mm -hmm. I'm breaking it down, Shane, as how the place on my TV roster, how these games are going. All right, does that make sense? Okay, yeah. So number one, A slot. No, there's no debate on this. 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central, Georgia versus Clemson on ABC. No, there's no debate on that one, right? No, no debate. No ESPN Plus needed for that one, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> you got rabbit ears on the TV, you can watch this game. <laughs> now, here's, here's my number two option. I love this game. And, hell, we just saw UCLA. So, LSU at UCLA. 8.30 uh -huh. Eastern, 7.30 Central on Fox. And I will say I did catch that UCLA game, man. They they look like uh -huh. they got a, a stout running attack. So, hell, I know they were playing Hawaii, so I'm not too concerned about it. But uh, LSU better key in, load the box on that running game, and uh, just you know let their corners take over in pass coverage. Otherwise, uh, they could have their hands full. You know what? Absolutely, man. I, I mean, I did watch a little bit of that game myself and just to see what LSU'd be dealing with. And you couldn't really get a good pulse because they ran away with that thing. But uh, uh, Chip Kelly, man, got them boys humming. So we may have us a game here. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, now things are getting interesting, Shane. This was tough for me, but uh, I would probably go on my third option here. We got Florida Atlantic. At uh -huh. Florida, 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central on the SEC Network. And I really just want to see what this Florida offense looks like with so many players off to the NFL and see how Dan Mullen has uh, retooled his offensive roster here, see how that defense responds. But there's one other option. I don't know. What do you think? Either FAU at Florida, like I said, or at uh, 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Central, Kent State. At Texas A&M, ESPNU, which game, which of those two are you giving priority to? Oh, man, that is tough. That is very tough. And I want to give Florida the nudge just because I think it'll be a better game. Mm -hmm. Not that it'll be a, a game at all, but I, I don't know. There's part of me that wants to see what Texas A&M's got. New quarterback, just just mm -hmm. how dominant. I mean, that's the good thing about the Texas A&M game. You don't have to watch long. I think that thing's going to be knocked out in the first quarter. Right. Uh, so maybe maybe watch the first quarter and then switch over and watch the Gators the rest of the time. Of course, hell, they ain't going to they ain't going to need it till half. So you may be down to two tablets <laughs> or two TVs there at halftime, Mike. <laughs> well, no, see that here's where it gets complicated because we're not even close to finish with this night slot here, Shane. So every game I just mentioned is still going on. Uh -huh. We got Akron at Auburn, 7 o'clock mm. Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. Eastern Illinois at South Carolina, same time. And then ETSU Vanderbilt an hour later, 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Central. So I have no idea why they loaded us up here with uh, seven games in the night That's window here. But uh, good luck trying to – I don't have seven TVs set up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Damn, man. I mean, it's it's a holiday weekend. What are, what are we doing here? I, I just, that makes no sense. This is a three-day weekend for a lot of folks, and there's no reason we shouldn't be able to watch every SEC game. 
I mean, yeah. this is this is. I mean, don't get me started, Mike. We shouldn't need multiple tablets, but uh, they put it here. I'm going to be honest with you. I am kind of curious about the Auburn game. Um, that, that's another program. I, I think it's just going to look totally different. When's Kentucky play? Did you mention them yet? Yeah. So they're the first ones. They're uh, the noon game. They're the only one playing oh, at noon. Okay. Okay. Good. I was. That's another one. I really want to see what their offense looks like. But okay, noon. Uh, so we got Auburn. Who's the other ones we got? You said Vanderbilt, and what was the other one? South Carolina, all playing in the evening, and and all those games, ESPN Plus. So those are the ones you're going to yeah. need that special access for. Yeah, you're going to need to record a few of these, man, because <laughs> I think I'd like to come back and see. I mean, you're, we we got South Carolina fourth, fifth on your list here, but man, mm-hmm. you talk about an offense that I'd love to see play. Um, I, I, a defense that 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 could be uh, special. They got a couple of special athletes out there, so I don't know. I I, I want to see every one of them. So I, I see what you said. You're prioritizing, and, uh, and and it makes sense on the first two. But you could really ramble around and, and those those bottom ones because I want to see them all play, including Vanderbilt. Yeah, and you know a little bit of. Um... Hell, Vanderbilt may be the best game on the on the docket here. Yeah, um, I'm not trying to be negative at all because we know the SEC is going to win all these games. But let's say your you know your team is struggling, maybe in the first half or something. Mm-hmm. On the plus side, nobody's going to notice because Georgia and Clemson are playing. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> that's right. uh, hey, th- maybe that's why they they got the time slot like this for uh, some of these first year coaches to get the rust out their system in, in the first half of their their opener. You know what? So there's no 3.30, no Gary on this weekend, huh? No, sir. That, that won't be till the third weekend of the season when Alabama travels to Florida. That's the first CBS oh. game. I wish I had another beer, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, we'll have plenty of time to talk about this. I, you know, We'll talk about it all week. I don't want to dismiss this game, but it's a couple days later here on Monday, Louisville versus Ole Miss in Atlanta on ESPN. So that's going to be a fun one to watch too. It's uh it'll be like a nice dessert after all this, this main course of SEC action on Saturday. Hell yeah, man. A lot of offense. What time's that one kick off? Uh, eight o'clock Eastern, seven o'clock central. Jeez. I'm telling you, they loaded us up. No, I, I, I'd like to talk to somebody that, that matters, but I guess they wouldn't listen to me, but <laughs> I, I'm excited that it's here, Mike. We're going to find a way to watch it. And, you know, that's the thing. It's easy for me to say, hey, three and four, this is what we're going to be watching. But it may be your team, baby. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't care Georgia and Clemson's on. If, if your ball club's Auburn, guess what? You're watching them Auburn Tigers. So right. uh, I'm, just, I'm just happy for everybody that gets to finally watch their team play some college football this week. Absolutely, Shane. And, you know, while uh... – we got here week one games and everything going on, and we didn't really have a lot of, you know, training camp's over. We're ready yeah. for the season. So these pressers right. have, have kind of come down. They're kind of on lockdown and everything like that, so not a lot of coach comments. So I found, uh, you know, I came up with a fun little idea here, Shane, that I think uh, that I thought, you know, to open the season with, I thought it would be fun to spiel on here. But I've come up with – the biggest game, not for each program, not for each team, but for each SEC coach 
there's one game I think that is most pivotal on their schedule. So I felt this would be a great way to hit on all 14 teams. And the bet, the good thing is not a single one of these is a week <laughs> one matchup. So there's no, you know, there's not going to be any hot seat talk or anything like that, but uh, right. you ready to cover every team. And I'm, I'm interested yeah. to hear your thoughts on this. Yeah. Let's go around the league, baby. All right. So Alabama, of course, you know, and not to be mistaken, I'm not trying to sit here and say like if you if your coach loses his game, he's on the hot seat. I'm just saying yeah. this is the most important game for him on the schedule, in my opinion, for this upcoming season. So for Alabama, let's start there. Nick Saban. I'm going October 9th, Shane, at Texas A&M. Alabama has, uh, for the most part, owned Texas A&M and. Mm-hmm. Jimbo Fisher, too. You know, I mean, going back to his days at Florida State. So I, I think it's important for Nick Saban to continue that track record. And because otherwise, you know, I think we both agree that Texas A&M's got a real shot at beating Alabama this year. Yeah. And if that happens, I mean, you the storyline will be out there. You know, has A&M passed or caught up to Alabama or passed him up, however you want to write it. So uh, I think yeah. that's kind of the most critical game for Nick Saban to win this year. What do you think about that? Like in golf? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that clip's going to get played a few times that week. So, uh, yeah, no, this is definitely – Jimbo needs that signature win, Mike. I, I know we're talking about Nick Saban here, but, man, there's one game that Jimbo's looking at, and it's this one. He's going to get the best of Texas A&M that week. Uh, he wants to dethrone him. I mean, he's think about that. None of his protégés have been able to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, and I honestly think that Jimbo has the the best amount. Of, I think he has the best chance to do it this year. So uh, Saban, Saban ain't going to overlook this game by no means, but it should it should be a hell of a week for him. All right, how about uh, let's kick it down to Arkansas next, Shane, Sam Pittman. And, again, you know, I could have just said Alabama for every damn team. You know, like if Sam Pittman beats <laughs> Alabama, that would be great. But I tried, yeah. to, I tried to mix this in also to be realistic. I mean, if, if, yeah. Ar- if Arkansas loses to Alabama this year, there's not going to be a damn Razorback fan that's going to be upset at Sam Pittman. You know what I mean? Uh, so, right. so, so I'm trying to factor in the biggest game for each coach. And for me, Shane – I Can know. I guess? Sure, absolutely. Texas. Texas, week two, <laughs> at home, ESPN. I mean, I don't know a single Razorback fan. I mean, they're fired up to, to you know to open the season and play Rice, but they could care less. You know what I mean? They're it's almost oh, like yeah. the countdown to Texas. It's not the countdown <laughs> to the season down there in Fayetteville. Every, they're already circling that game. So, I mean, in that sense. You know, let's certainly hope the locker room's not like that because you, you don't want them to to be overlooking Rice, even though they'll smash yeah. him. But, yeah, it's got to be Texas because that, you know, I think that's the one for Arkansas that uh, it sets up your, the rest of your season. If you come out there and beat the Longhorns, you know, I think it's just going to ca- catapult you to a huge season there. Absolutely, man. Well, this is, a, this is one of those games, too, that your papaw grew up hating. He hated Texas because they had to play him back in the day. Mm-hmm. So, uh, no, I think this is a huge game. Uh, we've talked about it multiple weeks here. I think it's a big one for Sam just because of the the national attention that it's going to get. It's, you know, it, what they're doing in Arkansas is, I mean, they may make a Disney movie out of this thing when it's all said and done. And it starts with just how, I mean, it, 
how hard they're working for something, you know? They're not the best, the best team in the West right now, but they may have the biggest damn heart. <laughs> and not to get Butch Jones on you here, but I'm just telling you, that means a lot when these guys are playing their hearts out for each other. And uh, I think it shows on that national stage when they play Texas. And, and if they could come away with a big victory there, man, talk about the recruits starting to come on in. They're going to like El Sam and what he's doing down there. Absolutely. All right, Shane, how about Auburn? Brian Harson now... I think there's, you know, a couple options here. I almost went with the the week three game there, Penn State on the road. But again, I think even the biggest Auburn fans, they're going to, you know, they're not going to be mad at Harson if he loses that game. They want to win. They think they can, and they, they, they should have a hell of a shot. But again, you're going on the road, just his third game ever. You know, I don't think that's uh, necessarily the biggest game for him, although it it probably is number two. Mm-hmm. For me, it's got to be the Iron Bowl. And, again, it, not saying if you lose to Alabama, you know, everybody's going to be out on you, but you're getting them at home, last game of the season. And, you know, there's something about that, that game, Shane, where, you know, Gus Malzahn was the only guy that could beat Nick Saban consistently before mm-hmm. him. Gene Chizik, I know they ran him out pretty quick, but he had his uh, success against Nick Saban, even going back to Tommy Tuberville. I mean, they, <laughs> they just live for that game down there, and, and I'm not saying he's got to win it by any means, but uh, I don't care who the coach is at Auburn. I think the biggest game for him is always going to be the Alabama one. Yeah. I, I'm with you, Mike. Uh, but, the, I mean, is it the biggest game for him? I mean, are you expecting him to, to, to beat? Nick Saban this year. I, I think when you're talking about, I don't know, it's just me. Maybe, I mean, you're, this is your created list. I don't know what's going on in your mind here. But when I think of Brian Harson, I, I think winnable games. Mm-hmm. And that Penn State game, there's a lot of fans that think there's something special going on down there on the Plains. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, Mike, there's a lot of people that are expecting huge things and to compete in games like the Iron Bowl. But you got to beat teams like Penn State. So I would think that if I were to put an emphasis on a game or a program, I'm going week three because I want to show the nation that we're not that far behind, Mm -hmm. that we're right there and we're able to compete in the SEC. So they take you serious when you go to games like the Iron Bowl. Right now, no one's taking Auburn serious, and they could change all that week three. Yeah, and I think that's why that game's so big. So, hey, I I won't argue with you. I think that's right right there with it. All right, mm-hmm. now, Florida and Georgia, Shane, I think this is easy, so I'm just roping them together. It's each other. I mean, Dan Mullen <laughs> is, you know, they beat, they won the SEC East last year. They whipped Georgia in the second mm-hmm. half. And you got to continue that momentum by beating them once again in Jacksonville. And I think yeah. it's I think it's the same thing could be said for Kirby. I mean, there's so much expectations. Mm-hmm. Everybody expects them to win the East, go to Atlanta, you know, hopefully make the college football playoff. But, hell, you didn't even win your division last year. So imagine with all this hype, if Kirby and and Georgia fails to beat Florida for two years in a row, um, Mm. yeah, I think – I don't think there's any any other choice for either one of these coaches, Dan Mullen or Kirby Smart. Their their biggest matchup is each other. Yeah, that or Tennessee. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding, just kidding. I I mean, you could make the argument, obviously, Clemson, uh, because 
if this is going to be the year that they're going to win a national championship, they've mm-hmm. got to beat a team like Clemson. Um, but I'm with you. When you, when you think about how big that game is, it's a game that I, it's pivotal. I think it's more important for Kirby to win that thing, you know, because it's hard for us to sit back and say, hey, man, this is the year Georgia can win it all when they haven't won the East in a while. So I, I think that's that's a huge game for the Georgia Bulldogs. That's a huge game for the Florida Gators because I honestly think whoever wins that thing, just just they just bought their ticket to the national championship playoffs if you ask me i mean i think it's going to get them to the sec championship clearly Mm -hmm. but i think one of these two teams uh it would be tough to keep out of the playoffs if they win all right how about kentucky shane we've talked this game up for months on end but i think for the wildcats it's going to come early week two missouri coming to town you lost to missouri last season eli drinkwood's first year uh, that game, I think, is monumental for Kentucky for so many reasons, and and they've got to, you know, they've got to reassert their dominance there against Missouri. Uh, what are your thoughts on that selection from Mark Stoops? Yeah, um, I could see that. That's a good one, Mike. It's early in the season. Um, this is a game that you just can't afford to lose. Mm-hmm. I think if, if you want if you want to be taken seriously, you got to beat Mizzou. And uh, if, if a lot of people are circling Florida saying, is this their year? Is this the year we upset the Gators again? Well, you don't get there if you lose to Missouri. So, yeah, I'm with you on this one, Mike. All right, how about this? I, this was a tough one for me. I, you know, there's a number of options. For, but for LSU coach Ed Orgeron, you know, that Alabama game looms so large. But it's in Bryant-Denny. I think the option for Coach O is the regular season finale. Texas A&M at home, that's a team that uh, LSU, up until uh, here recently, they've owned the Aggies. Now, you know, if Texas A&M wins this year, it's three out of four, I believe, they've won. So uh, I think it's huge, and I I know we both have said this before, but the SEC West may come down to that showdown. LSU, Texas A&M, the final game of the season. I think that's the biggest one for Coach O. What about you? I, definitely a huge game, Mike. But I think I think it starts week one with Ooh. UCLA. Um, yeah, it's just, <laughs> I considered it. I, I, I mean, coming off, I, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not trying to hop up UCLA in the Hawaii game or anything like that. But you know, this this program started so slow and mm-hmm. so sloppy last season. They can't afford to do that again this season. And, and UCLA is one of those programs that's not going to have trouble putting points up. You know, you're going to have to go toe-to-toe for a little while. Now, I think the competitive depth is going to take – you know, LSU is definitely going to be able to take advantage of that and then run away with this thing. I truly believe that. But you cannot afford to trip right out of the gates because if you do, no one takes you serious. Nobody's Nobody cares, you know, about the Kentucky game. Nobody's watching the Florida game anymore because they have no credit. So I think it's very important for Coach O and to get this – just squash all this hot seat talk, man, uh, because our people out there are already saying it. You come out and just crush your opponent. So give me UCLA. Okay. Now here's another one. This was tricky for me, Shane. Ole Miss coach Elaine Kiffin, so many options on the board here. Of course, the Egg Bowl, Alabama, that's a you know that's one Ole Miss fans desperately want to win. But I threw a wild card here, Shane. I want to know what you think. LSU at home. October 23rd, and the reason I'm picking this one is because 
you know, for the most part, what I'm seeing is everybody saying, well, the West is, you know, Alabama, A&M, LSU, mm-hmm. and everybody else. And I think this is an opportunity for Ole Miss to kind of climb that ladder and show that they belong. Uh, certainly you could say, Al, you know, the Alabama game could, after last season, Ole Miss looks so good in that one. But in, in my mind, it, it, I feel like Alabama is uh, going to come pre- more prepared this year for, for Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin. So I think the biggest one for him is uh, beaten. And, and that is a rivalry game, Ole Miss LSU. So mm-hmm. I think it's LSU for, for Lane Kiffin. What do you think? It's also Eli Manning Day, so <laughs> uh, I think it's going to be a hell of a game. I mean, obviously, a little piece of me wants to pull for the uh, Alabama game just because it, it was kind of entertaining last year, and mm-hmm. it makes you wonder, is it going to be more entertaining this season? So um, that would be the only one I would probably put up there just because it's always fun seeing Lane and Nick Saban go at it. Uh, these guys, they've, they've got a – dynamic relationship to say the least right. but uh you can't uh can't argue with tennessee either you know <laughs> yeah mean, no that's a good one there's a lot of lane options Kiffin. for lane Kiffin. <laughs> yeah he's got he's got a long list so i mean you can make an argument just about every game they have this year but uh uh i'm good with either one of them mike i, I think they're all important and uh and i think in in their fun way lane's gonna make them make them competitive now, Mississippi State, I think this one is actually kind of easy. Mike Leach, biggest game for him, I think it's the Egg Bowl. After losing last year, you're getting Ole Miss at home, regular season finale. Uh, when you got the job, Mississippi State had won uh, two in a row in the series, and now if you flip that to mm-hmm. losing two in a row, I won't say the fans will turn on them, but, uh, hell, that, that's, a, that's a rivalry that <laughs> has uh, got many coaches fired. You know what? Yeah, man. Uh, that's, I mean, that's, that's one that's, I mean, some folks don't even go to any of the games, but that one, I mean, that's just mm-hmm. the robbery. It's, it's deep in that state and, uh, it's something that they can hang over each other. And it's, you know, I don't feel like the coaches really understood that last season, but I think after the game played out, they realized it real quick. So I, I think it's going to get more competitive each time these teams face each other. And, uh, it, it's just the outcome. I mean, you hold it over each other's head for a whole season. So yeah, I am good with that. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of good games on that list, but, uh, I don't know. I'm a, I ain't going to lie, Mike. I, I think if you can repeat beating LSU, be a pretty big deal. So yep. if you can, I mean, you know, start out the season four and oh, then mm-hmm. maybe people will take, take Mississippi state serious. Now, how about Missouri Shane coach Eli Drinkwitz? This one was kind of tough for me because there's couple, several different options. Uh, week two, Kentucky, certainly. But I think that fan base is already looking past Kentucky. Hell, they beat them last year. This year, you know, like I said, a lot of different options. But how about this one? Florida at home late in the season, November 12th. That was the game. Of course, there was a you know, little mini brawl at halftime. That was the game. Dan Mullen came out in the damn Darth Vader outfit. I think if you're Missouri and Eli Drinkowitz, you know, this is your opportunity to say, hey, we belong as an SEC East contender moving forward. And you have to do that. I mean, you could you could rack up all the wins against Vanderbilt and, and uh, you know, South Carolina and all these programs you want. But you're not realistically competing unless you can challenge Georgia, Florida, 
teams like that in in the East. So I think uh, getting the Gators late in the year when it's going to be cold and and giving all the bad blood, I think uh, yeah. this this is Drinkowitz's opportunity to show that uh, he can you know pull another upset here. Yeah, I'm with you, Mike. I I, I could see that. And I could see that argument. Um, but. I will tell you, I'm looking at this schedule. Uh-huh. I'm looking at this schedule. A lot of these Mizzou fans, like you say, they're they're, they're overlooking teams like Kentucky. They're mm-hmm. overlooking teams like Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and when I look at Mizzou, there's a real shot of them going undefeated into that Texas A&M game. So I'm going to circle the Tennessee or the Kentucky game, either one of those. Just make sure they don't overlook one of those programs. And uh, Big Blue Nation, you may want to turn this off. I didn't mean it. <laughs> I still think that's going to be a hell of a game between you two. But, you know, Mizzou cannot afford – to overlook any one of the programs on this list because if they play their cards right, they could be undefeated going into Texas A&M. Then all of a sudden we're saying, is is this the year? <laughs> is this the year that Mizzou gets back on top in the East? So um, I, I know that's a lot of wishful thinking, but I'm telling you, talk to that fan base right now. They are not scared of any program on that on that schedule until they meet Texas A&M. Now, South Carolina, Shane Beamer, some interesting options. You know, early in the season, we're expecting two wins. It's, I don't want to call them must wins, but, you know, he's got to come out strong. But I went away from that one, Shane. I think the biggest one for Shane Beamer is comes in the middle of the season here, October 16th, Vanderbilt at home. You've got to ensure that, uh, you know, that you're, that you're going to get some SEC wins and you're not the worst program in the SEC East. I think that's the biggest game for Shane Beamer this year. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, that or Tennessee, one of those. I, I mm-hmm. just I think I think you hit the nail on the head. Beamer doesn't have high expectations, but he doesn't have low expectations either. I mean, when right. you're finishing below Vanderbilt or below Tennessee – that makes the fan base mm-hmm. irate. So can't have that. So yeah, I think that the back to back. I think they play back to back, don't they? Tennessee and Vanderbilt. Yes, sir. You know, if they if they could run that state, then uh, Shane's crew would be all right with that. All right. How about uh, Tennessee? This one I thought was kind of easy for me. I know there's a lot of games fans like you want to win here, Shane. But for me, Josh Heupel, week two, at home against Pitt. Again, that could be the difference between making a bowl or not. And I've said it time and time again, but this is a type of game where, you know, fans that are on the fence, this is when you win them over. But if you drop this yeah. game, I won't say they'll, they they totally write you off, but they're just going to think you're another Derek Dooley, Butch <laughs> Jones, you know, what have you. So I just right. think uh, week two of Pitt, Johnny Major's game and everything, you got to win that one if you're Josh Heupel, I think. That's that's a big game, Mike. I mean, it's a big game for the fan base, and yes, I'd love to have that. Uh, but you know me, <laughs> I always got that Florida Gator. Oh my circuit. god! Know, See, this I is know, how these coaches get fired because I mean, there will be a thirty-point underdog in that one. <laughs> no, I know that. I know that. But I I don't need you to win that game. I just want you to be competitive in the game. Keep it kind of close. You know what I'm saying? Now, don't get me wrong. I'd love to go down there because I think we beat Bowling Green. Now, now I got my fanboy hat on. Okay, I ain't gonna lie. I've got a few beers here, and I do this every year. Okay, so I'm just preparing myself for 
for another emergency podcast where I got to get on here explain why Tennessee sucks. But right now, I've, I've convinced myself we're going to beat Bowling Green. I've convinced myself we're going to beat Pitt at Texas Tech, and we're going to be going to Florida Gators 3-0. and Now, I'm not expecting to win the Florida Gator game, so I'll be, I'll be perfectly honest there. But I expect them to kind of keep it close. You know what I'm saying? Just keep it within a couple touchdowns. Just make sure it's not a 40-2 to two game. That's what I'm asking for, Mike, because – if you do, then I could see this program spiraling. And then all of a sudden we're losing to Missouri and we're losing to South Carolina and Ole Miss. And then it's woe is me. And we can't have that right in the middle of the season. So, yes, I, I just want to keep it competitive. That's all I'm saying. So, Tennessee, Florida, that's my game. All right, Shane, winding down the list here. Texas A&M kind of already hit on it. But, uh, you know, make no mistake for Jimbo Fisher, it's – it's got to be that Alabama game in the middle of the season. You're getting them at home. The stars are aligned. And not saying A&M's a lock to beat Alabama, certainly not. But uh, Jimbo's going to be defined by uh, how he does against Alabama, don't you think? This is it. October 9th, circle your calendars. Most important game for Texas A&M. I, I think if they're going to have a shot of the playoffs, they got to win this thing. You saw it. They lost it last year. They couldn't get in. So it's a pivotal game for them. Now, last but not least, Shane, you you are not going to like this one. Vanderbilt, Clark Lee, you know, there's some early games that are tricky that I would go a long way to seeing how successful the Commodores are going to be this first year. But for me, you're the Vanderbilt coach. You get defined about how you do against Tennessee. And I know yeah. that's on the road at Tennessee. It's going to make it a little bit trickier. But uh, November 27th, I mean, that's going by – Coach Lee, a ton of goodwill within that fan base if he beats Josh Heupel, yeah. don't you think? <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you hear that with any coach. You know, we got to lock down our borders. So this is uh, this is the same argument we've heard with Heupel, the same we're going to hear with Lee. It is important. It's a rivalry we don't like to acknowledge, but it's one that we cannot afford to lose. And they – got nothing but to gain from winning. So uh, mm -hmm. I think it's a huge, huge ball, ball game for them. Well, Shane, hey, that's all I got on this episode. And, man, I'm just – I'm itching for some <laughs> college football right around the corner. Ooh. We're going to have, uh, you know, all the coach comments and everything coming up here uh, throughout the week. And we got uh, – I've already got three guests lined up for this week. So it's going to be one hell of a week for the show leading up to the yeah. first SEC weekend, and uh, I cannot wait for it. Yeah, here we here we get to game week, and, I, and I'm making an argument that I hope we don't lose by too much against Florida <laughs> and that we defend ourselves against Vanderbilt. So we're in full swing here. <laughs> uh, so I'm just ready. Uh, we've got some real live action this week. Uh, it starts Thursday with my Tennessee Volunteers, but after that, man, you heard the schedule. It, it is on. Everybody's playing. Every every team's going to have their own storyline, their own stories coming out. So, uh, who's who's the who's the new guys? You know what I'm saying? It's like one of these. At the end of this week, you're going to be like, who the hell is that guy? <laughs> you know who's right. who's this guy? You know, I just I, I love. That's what I love about SEC football. It's like you think you got a pulse of the program, and then about two weeks in, you're like, wait. 
I was way off. So that's what I love. <laughs> well, that's the beauty of it, Shay. We sit here and uh, share our picks and predictions for six months, and then we tear it all to shreds in a one or two <laughs> Saturdays. So uh, I, I just cannot wait for it, and uh, I certainly hope for some chaos. I mean, there's so many teams in the SEC right now. Everybody is writing off, hell no. You know, Tennessee can't win the SEC. Well, hell, what if they win by 70 points on Thursday? You know what I mean? So we, ch we change the narratives real quick uh, once we see these teams hit the field. And, uh, hell, I hope they prove us all wrong. You know what? I, this is what I love because that during list seasons and all this stuff, this is where the, this is where Mike gets really attacked when he comes out with those fire <laughs> those fire tweets over the summer. You know, <laughs> they got him saved, Mike. They're ready. They're ready. Every team has got one tweet from you saved because they cannot wait to rip you down. So, uh, but that's what college football is all about, baby, and I'm ready for it. But uh, that's going to do it, Shane. I appreciate you hopping on the line. I appreciate each and every one of you for hanging out and catching the show. We finally made it. Let's enjoy some SEC football. All right. See you guys. Go balls.